The first thing I hear about the ketogenic diet is that it's not sustainable. How can we give up carbs? Carbs are the primary source of energy, right? When people speak like this, all I hear is blah, blah, blah. Hi, I'm Shweta Bhatia and welcome to the last but the most important episode of my podcast, Mind Your Fitness. Let me remind you the theme for season one is don't blame the butter for what the bread did. By now, I'm sure you've learned a lot about the ketogenic diet, literally crossing my fingers for that. But today, as we embark on the end of season one, let me tell you all about how you can sustain the diet. In my opinion, sustainability is a lot to do with the mindset. Let's look at a few non-diet-related real-life scenarios. You see, humans are known to accomplish things when they find the need for it. For example, relationships, parenting, making a living. These tasks also need effort, discipline and consistency. How do we stay motivated to do them all our lives? Because they are important to us. Even on our lowest days, we keep the effort going. Jaise taise ho jata hai, no? Shouldn't health be considered as top priority? Jaan hai to jahan hai, right? Somehow, we are constantly negotiating and compromising when it comes to our own health. When I embarked on my low-carb journey 13 years ago, it was definitely challenging. As a South Indian, I've been raised on rice. Till date, rice and potatoes continue to be two of my favourite carbs. There weren't as many options or healthy substitutes back in the day when I decided to break up with carbs. But what kept me going are two things. The knowledge, knowing that this is the best option for my health and fitness and the results for life I gained when I got on the diet. Results are self-perpetuating. They give momentum when motivation is low. You can't sustain anything, leave alone a diet that constantly requires effort. We all tend to tire out in the end. You can only sustain something that you're passionate about or if your life depends on it. But when passion constantly meets failure, it can die out. You can only sustain the ketogenic diet if you've experienced the rewards because that shifts the gears from effort to effortlessness. And that is the turning point. From trying hard to resist that piece of cake to no longer losing control over it. That is, you choosing food than food choosing you. Achieving mastery over food choices is very empowering. When you eat to live and not the other way around. Detaching or dissociating food from emotions. I'm not saying make life boring. All I'm saying is you can't be preoccupied with eating something that constantly clashes with your health goals. If your current diet is keeping you metabolically healthy and supports your fitness goals, you don't need to change it. Unfortunately, most people do not understand the true definition of fitness. Some are unaware of the science and hence, what they are happy with might not be metabolically healthy. I respect the ones who've tried the diet and decided to switch, admitting that it's not a fad and that it works, but it's just that they can't keep up. Calling it a fad and a cultural thing is definitely unacceptable. The diet is backed by research. Budget is a valid factor though. A lot of people are under the impression that the diet is high on cost. This impression might be based on the expensive keto meal delivery services which are also quite economical these days. Let me clarify. 
Basically, it's eating the same chicken, paneer, eggs and vegetables minus the rice and the rotis. Keto products are optional. Invest in a good flour if you are a roti person. Low-carb breads, cookies, buns, desserts, pizza bases can be kept for weekly treats. It's not necessary to eat them daily. Your dietitian can guide you with the menu planning based on your budget, time and resources. The diet has many therapeutic benefits and may actually result in long-term reduction of medical bills. So until now, I was discussing about the mental prep. Now let's look at how to physically make the ketogenic way of life more sustainable. I recommend doing the strictest version of the diet for at least 8 weeks to allow time for fat adaptation if you're just getting started. Most people actually give up here. You see some people and I'm referring to the ones who are sincerely following the diet and a structured exercise regime take longer to show results because either they are mildly insulin resistant or genetically respond slowly. I've also discussed how past weight loss and regain also known as yo-yos can make every subsequent attempt more difficult. Hanji, your yo-yos can actually become your ayos. Once fat adapted, which is about 6 to 8 weeks for most people on the strictest version of the diet, it can be relaxed a bit. That is eating less than about 50 grams of net carbs. Net carbs, let me remind you, are the total carbs minus fiber and sugar alcohols. Use a carb tracker app if you must. Let me give you some tips on how to relax the diet and what to be mindful of beyond this stage. Number 1, don't restrict vegetables. Potatoes and peas obviously are not counted as vegetables. Number 2, don't restrict spices. Use sauces, dressings to flavor your food, obviously keeping the added sugar and honey variety out. Number 3, Personally, I can eat the same three things on a rotational basis for months before I get bored. But everyone is not me, so menu planning is crucial if you get bored easily. Number 4, you can start intermittent fasting to restrict the feeding window. 5, continue exercising. Although it can't offset too many cheats, it will certainly help offset the effects of a few extra carbs that come in with the relaxation. I've explained in my previous episodes how exercise needs to be challenging to break through plateaus. When you relax the diet, plateaus can stick around for a little longer. Number 6, use low carb snacks and substitutes. Now there are loads of varieties available these days. Go easy with the desserts though as there is a tendency to eat more fat when it tastes sweet. Number 7, plan well ahead of travel. Speak to your dietitian on how the diet can be modified based on the resources available at the destination. Everybody has a different carb tolerance or what we call insulin sensitivity in technical terms. We can gauge over time what that level is for us when we start relaxing the diet from a strict keto to low carb. Keep a check on your weight and your waistline. Gaining inches means you are going off the mark. Your clothes will begin to warn you. This is the time you may want to go back to plan A. Above all, be honest with your dietitian so that he or she can help you stay on track. Remember, when you relax your diet, you relax your goals. Don't expect to maintain the same level of leanness when the carbs come back. Personally, I keep cheats for occasional indulgences. In fact, there have been times when I've wanted to eat something carby and when it got served, I didn't want it anymore. Yeah, so I get it. I'm next level, but you can be too. Your body is more forgiving with occasional treats. 
and indulgences are not binges please binge eating is dysfunctional behavior it shows the extent of your slavery to food i've covered this topic in almost all my previous episodes i've also shared tips on how to minimize the damage during indulgences when eaten occasionally carbs get stored as glycogen in your liver and muscles instead of being stored as fat but if you continue your carb fest then it goes into the tijori which is your fat store as i always say by following a strict diet for the most part and then strategically relaxing it you get the best of both taste be health be the diet itself is pretty rich and tasty by the way fat and protein typically add flavors to our food besides the seasonings and spices of course guess what adds flavor to your pizza it's not the base but the toppings that is the cheese and herbs cheese has protein and fat next time try this experiment eat the toppings and skip the base you might just be equally satiated and with that it's the end of season 1 I'm sure that of all the episodes this one is the one you might want to come back to. So share it with your friends and family and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all leading audio platforms, Binchpods, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your content from. In the meantime, feel free to connect with me on my Insta handle shweta_bhatia. Binchpods